Steve. Dude. Mm. Steve. What? Wake up. Why? Because we need to record a show. Didn't we just uh, last week? Dude, it's been two fucking months. What? Welcome to Geek Speak Sidekick, your companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and web series, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm Geek Speak's boy wonder himself, Brendan Lowe. Boy? Boy? Dude, we just turned 30. Dude, look at us. <laughs> yeah, you got a point. Yeah. <laughs> How are we? Oh, feeling great to be back. Oh my god, it's been so long. It has. And it's all your fault. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the blame for a month. Yeah, for a month, I'll take the blame for the second month. <laughs> yes. No, listeners, we do apologise. When we last recorded, yes, it we was, said... It was fucking hot. <laughs> it, it was. I'm pretty sure I was naked. You were about to leave for overseas. I was. I was finishing up uni. Yes. And we said, yeah, 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 we'll, we're taking a bit of a break. We'll be back in a month. I've now been back longer than I was away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yes, a lot of that is, I, I will put the blame solely on me. Um, basic, well, I finished uni yep. and started working. You've been working for the man. I, I have. I said a to lot. my boss, for, <laughs> yes, uh, said to my boss uh, when I finished uni that, look, you know, I'm done doing the small shifts in the morning. I've got all the time in the world. And he took that literally. <laughs> yep. And next thing, 12-hour shifts, five days a week, yeah. uh, walking over 20 kilometers a day. Mm. I'm a little knackered. Yeah. Just a bit. Mm. You're. I'm surprised I'm awake right now. It is Saturday. <laughs> I should be in bed. Well, well. So, yeah, it's just been really full on for me. Mm-hmm. So, again, I do apologize. But we are back. We're back. And pantsless as ever. Yes, well, one of us. <laughs> no prizes for guessing which one. Yes, actually, speaking of which, I got a really cool T-shirt from a from my best friend for my birthday. Yes, that says you you know those old like home is where the heart is yes. that that style. It looks like that, but says home is where the pants aren't. It's like it was made for you, quite possibly. Yeah. <laughs> so where are we going to start? Are we going to kick off? chronologically, with me going away and what I did, or what do you want to do? Well, we left it off with the last one. You were about to go overseas. You and your lovely wife, Jess, were Mm -hmm. buggering off over to the United States of America and Canada. Yes. Back to the motherland. (laughs) Because Jess Jess was born there, wasn't she? She was. Cool. So you guys went back there. We did. And I'm assuming... Just, I've got a little bit of an inkling. Some geeky shit went down. Yeah, that you did some geeky shit. Yeah, so I'm going to tell sort of the abridged version of what I did overseas. I'm only going to touch on the geeky stuff, really. How long were you gone for? A month. A month. Well, like two or three days shy of a month, but yeah, a month. And I did see a lot of photos from while you were over there. Yes. You went during the uh, polar vortex. <laughs> yeah, our second day in New York, the second polar vortex hit. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I, I don't it know how I awesome. recognized you from some of those photos. <laughs> All there was was fabric. I, I think I could see two eyes peering out. <laughs> yeah. I was like double my body size. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, you know, it was... We're not made for cold weather. These there bodies, was, for there's the month, nothing to insulate. For the month that I was gone, there was three weeks straight of I didn't see anything above zero degrees. Wow. I'm talking Celsius. Fuck that Fahrenheit shit. That did my head in uh, over there. Um, that and the imperial system. I don't know how they're no. still on it. And... I didn't, on average, um, for three weeks, I was never above sort of negative 15. 
degrees. Hell. But that's the thing. Everyone's... And, but while you were over there, I'm putting up with 40 degrees yeah. days here, absolutely sweating out of my eyeballs. And I didn't miss it. But <laughs> the thing that, you know, you say to people who haven't experienced that kind of cold, like, everyone's like, oh my God, like, holy crap. And it's just like, yeah, but once it sort of gets past sort of below zero. It all feels the same. It doesn't feel, it's sort of the wind chills and stuff Ooh, can make it colder. But it doesn't, you know, I mean, look, for me, in that weather, if you dress appropriately, it's fine. Now, yeah. I'll be, okay, this was me. So I'd be screwed. This was, yeah, because you wear pants. <laughs> this was me every day for about three weeks, okay? Two pair of socks. Yep. One of them thermal. Yep. Uh, two pairs of long thermals. Yep. Uh, jocks, obviously. Yep. Um, mm, hello. A little bit of extra coverage for the boys. <laughs> um, Another pair of socks. <laughs> <laughs> Jeans, so thick jeans. Oh, snow boots. Yeah. Okay, so they're, you know, fully lined as well. So that's the bottom half. Top half, you had singlet, thermal shirt, long sleeve t-shirt, jumper, and then uh, like duck down, fully insulated snow coat, um, scarf, beanie, hood. (laughs) That was every day, every single day. Whereas I, on the other hand, was a pair of underwear. That was it. <laughs> you were just the socks. Sitting in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was every day. And people go, oh my God. It's like, after a while, you just kind of got used to it. And yeah. And well, that would be it. You, it was you kind get of used to it. And once it's hit that point, unless it's that windshield, because that's what gets you. It's yeah. like, it could be an 18 degree day, but if the windshield's making it eight degrees, you feel it. The coldest we were was when we were in Niagara. Uh, they actually mm. had schools and stuff closed and they were issuing weather warnings because of the windshield. So it was. Negative, I think, 20-something, so standard for what we've been going through yep, for yep. A, a week or two. But in the wind, it was like negative 35. Bloody hell. And that was the day that we walked from our hotel <laughs> up to see the falls. Now, and was that, I've seen, I saw photos, I don't think they were yours, they were like news photos, that Niagara Falls it was, was frozen. Partially frozen. Whoa. Where, that I saw, like partially frozen over. That's mental. Yeah. To be able to freeze that amount of water. What did Superman fly past and go Yeah, no, it was it was pretty insane. Did you live out any Superman moments while at Niagara? Not at Niagara. Did you push Jess over the edge? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, she she wanted to push me over the edge of Niagara cuz I was um I got a bit of a cold and I get grumpy and cranky when I'm sick. <laughs> oh. For a couple of days Bobby. there. For a couple of days there I know it was a bit of a nightmare to travel with. But anyway, we'll go go back to the start. So we left here, headed straight to Anaheim. And did two days at Disneyland. Oh, very nice. So the geeky stuff that happened there was, well, to start Well, you're with, in Disneyland. Well, so yeah, it's sort of the whole yep. thing. But you would have loved this. The first thing we did our first day at Disneyland is I said to Jess, no, let's do it. You know, um, we lined up for about 25 minutes so she could meet the Disney princesses. Oh. Which you would have loved. <laughs> did Jess go dressed in princessy No, she gear? was wearing a pink t-shirt that says Princess Jess. Fair enough. On it. Um, it was, to be honest, it was probably my favourite thing from Disneyland. Not the meeting the princesses, but watching her interact that with them. That face was... of pure elation, like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was I was talking to Emily about this the other night. Um, I was seeing an ad for a show where you know when kids hear for the first for the time, first time, yeah. There's that face, like obviously listeners can't see it, but just picture me wide eyed going, 
It's like I just dropped my pants. Yeah. Or, well, oh, no, actually, if you want to see it, when I met <laughs> Gary Chalk. Yes, yeah. That kind of, that, oh, my God, I'm standing in front of one of my idols. Yeah. And I just revere you so much. Yeah. And the first one, the first, because you go into this, it's called the Great Hall. Yep. And, uh, like, it's just sort of like this, I guess, like, it's a hall, but there's, like, little alcoves. And each mm. different alcove, alcove has a different princess. Cool. First cab off the rank, Ariel. Oh, I thought you were about to say Aurora. No, she was the last. Oh, and you're gonna, oh save the best to last. No, you're going to hate what I'm going to tell you too. But um, yeah, first cab off the rank, Ariel, one of Jess's absolute favourites. Yep, and yep. it was it was adorable. <laughs> like I loved watching it. Why it am I going to hate when you mention Aurora? Okay, because the ones that were there when we did it, it was Ariel, yep. Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been one. too big a fan of Cinderella. It was Ariel, Cinderella. Snow White? No, I'm forgetting one. Tiana? And then, no, no. Rapunzel? No, maybe it was only the three. Mulan. Anyway, the last one mm. was Aurora. Yep, yep. Um, she was the least friendly of them. Oh. And she had a face like a smashed pie. Oh. <laughs> she, she wasn't as pretty as the other ones. What, 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 what's the word I'm thinking of? Actually, no, it was only e- the three. Equality for all Disney princesses, it was, it, it, regardless of face. It was only the three in the Great Hall. Oh, she okay. also met Belle later that day. Cool. And then the next day, um, she met Tiana. So, see, I haven't been... I went to Disneyland when I was a little kid. I can't even remember the Great Hall. Yeah, it's, I think it's all new, because you know how the princesses have really... Really, really taken, taken off. off the last sort of 10 years or so. Speaking of, got around to watching Frozen. Oh, you did? Oh, my God! <laughs> Steve, I, I've lost count of how many times I've watched Let Steve, It Go. I was going to say, we talked about that on the last podcast two and a half months ago, so just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Um, I also went to Tomorrowland, where they have mm. Iron Man's Armoury. Oh, yeah, obviously, because, yeah, Disney owning Marvel yeah. now. I, I didn't even think of how much Marvel stuff would be at Disneyland. It actually wasn't that much. There was This was sort of the, the main part. So you had yeah. all the Iron Man suits, like Iron Man's armory there. All, it was pretty cool. From the from Iron Man 3? Like, yeah, like all, all of the all oh, the suits were there. So cool. I did post some photos on Geekspeak mm-hmm. for that. And then you also got to go into the Bifrost. Oh, yeah, from Thor. Yeah, you go into this room and, it's, you know, you're going over the bio, through the Bifrost or whatever. And Je- I-, I wanted to do it because obviously, you know, the geek was Idris Elba and- standing there no. looking freaking awesome. <clears throat> no, I'm getting to what was awesome. And Jess was kind of like a bit ho hum about it. She's like, well, you know, she wanted to do it because she didn't really want to do it, but she did it because mm. I wanted to do it and everything else. And anyway, <clears throat> you're in the Bifrost and there's these sounds and like, you know, you're meant to be like traveling through mm. worlds and everything. And then these doors open at one end of the Bifrost and the music just kicks in. And it's Thor's throne room. Well, oh. it's the throne room of Asgard. So Odin's throne Odin's room. Odin's throne room, but Thor's got yeah, the yeah, throne yeah. for the, you know. And the music kicks in. There's, like, smoke all in the throne, throne room. Thor's completely backlit. So you're just seeing, like, the silhouette of this dude in full Thor get-up. And even Jess was just like... Holy shit. Was it an actual person or was it a man? No, it was a guy. Oh, was cool. a guy. You know, there was, so you got to meet Thor. Oh. And Disneyland being, you know, so accurate with everything, um, it was an Aussie. You could uh, tell, like, you could tell he wasn't faking the accent. It was an Aussie. And when we got to go up to have our photos and everything, because, you know, they never break character. And then you realise it's actually Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, they never break character. You know what it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't help myself. I was just like, you sound Australian like the real Thor. <laughs> and he sort of, he balked for a second because he heard my accent and then he's gone, you mean as guardian? 
I was just like, yeah, that's what I mean. Speaking of which, I actually got around to watching Thor oh, 2. wow. <laughs> we watch it... Um, Jess hadn't seen it. We watched it on the plane coming home. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, we um we watched it a few weeks ago. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It it had that more light, well, not light, airy, fairy. I can see what you mean by the end, that yeah. leading into Guardians of the Galaxy. No, it, it had felt a like different a different vibe. vibe. Yeah. Uh, I loved the Dark Elves. Uh, what's his name? Christopher Eccleston as the main Dark Elf. Yeah. Can't even remember his name. He was amazing. Mm, it was a good movie. It was, it was my favourite Marvel film to date. See, I, I wouldn't put it as my favourite, but I love it because it's a story that I don't know. It's not yeah. just been simply... It, for all I know, it has been ripped from the pages of the comics. But to me, it just felt like a good film that wasn't completely hyped up. And I really liked the humour in it. And it was oh, sort of... Loki the mo- was amazing. I thought it was the most humorous Marvel film and it wasn't just Rob. I mean, the guy's well, cool. great, One but it was wasn't. Like that it wasn't well. it was just Robert Downey Jr. doing his shtick. Yeah, it was. It was different. I really liked it. Yeah, well, Thor One was and Cat Dennings like was that. great oh, in it. So good. Meow, but meow. I, I think um, definitely the standout was Loki. Yeah. Um, Tom Hiddleston as Loki can do no wrong. No. Uh, okay, so we've done Disney princesses. Yes. So Tomorrowland. Yeah. So that was that was kind of the, the real geeky things at Disneyland. Like I mean, yeah. the whole thing was. You know, fucking Disneyland. Disney. Like, come on. Um, next stop after Anaheim was Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Our first afternoon in Hollywood, we went to the Warner Brothers Studios. Oh. Now, the last podcast, I was saying I was hoping to do the studio yeah, tour because yeah. we hadn't yep. quite booked tickets and everything yet. Um, we did do it, and it was awesome. We went through the Warner Brothers backlot. Oh, is that where they do all like sound the sets and yep. all that yep. sort of stuff? Um, so a lot of the things that we went through was all set up for, um, Heart of Dixie mm. and Pretty Little Liars, which I don't watch yeah. either of those, but it was, no. you know, still kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, the th- parts that I really enjoyed, we went through a big prop warehouse at one stage and it is well, just like, like this is going, it's just, props. oh yeah, it was just props from fucking, I sp- spotted a, uh, Jack Lemon bust from a movie that he did with Dan Aykroyd, like in the nineties called My Fellow Americans. And I spotted, oh, it's hilarious. I spotted that and I said, that's from my fellow Americans. And the tour guide was like, yes. He's like, do you like that? Nobody has ever picked that. Do you like that that movie? And I said, I love that movie. He's like, I've never met anybody else who (laughs) loves that movie. But then um, he like, let us go for a wander through the prop warehouse where we had to meet him at the end of it. He was this big sort of bookcase behind him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just on, because there's shit everywhere. Just on top of the bookcase, there's these two like skull heads. Mm. And I've walked up and I'm like, they're from Batman Returns. And the tour guide has gone, what? I said, are they from Batman Returns? He said, they're the Red Triangle Circus Gang. You know, the motorcycle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. they have the, the Justice Gang. massive skull heads. Yeah, two of them. I said, they're from Batman Returns. And his jaw dropped. I'm not exaggerating. His jaw dropped. He stared at me and he's like, how did you know that? Did he then try to take you... <laughs> Behind a soundstage and make sweet love to you he because said, he was just that in He's awe. been a tour guide there for, I think it was like six or seven years. Because no he said um, the, how the Ellen show is filmed there. Oh, and he said, yeah. um, don't try, even try and get tickets for that show. He said, I've been a tour guide here for seven years. He said, I still can't get my mum tickets to that show. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's how I knew how long he'd been there. And uh, yeah, he, he, his jaw dropped and he's like, nobody has ever noticed or picked that they're from Batman Returns. He said the day they came in here, 
He's like, I was like, oh my God, they're from Batman Returns. <laughs> he said, nobody has ever, ever picked it. He's like, how did you know that? And I was wearing a, a Batman shirt at the time because mm. pretty much what I do. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm a huge fan. Like, <laughs> and just before I'd noticed them, uh, there was... So um, are we basically lucky that you've even returned to yeah, us? That you much. didn't take on a job as a tour yeah. guide for the Warner Brothers lot because you actually know what you're talking about? <laughs> there was, um, just before I saw the Skullheads too, there was um, some newspaper stands for mm. like the Gotham Times or the Gotham Globe and everything. No, they were yeah. all from The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, really? So I had some photos in front of them. I was like completely geeking out over a couple of fucking newspaper stands. <laughs> I was like, oh my God! <laughs> anyway, we left the prop house and I said to the tour guide, are there any Batmobiles on the lot? Where are the cars? And he said to me, they're all in storage. Oh. And I just went, oh, shit. Anyway, about five minutes later, we get to this giant hangar. And he's about to open the door and he's like, um, when we go in here, there's a green screen set up. You can have your photo taken and make it look like you're in front of the Hogwarts Express, and which Jess and I did. That would be amazing. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then he's opened the hangar. And at the far end of the hangar, I see every single Batmobile. Oh. Apart from the 60s one. That tricky bastard. All of them. And I've just gone, like my jaw has just <laughs> dropped. And we started to You know he in. did that to mess with just no. you. Well, no one else. It's because you asked about the, the Batmobiles. We were, as I walked in, I didn't realize he was just behind me. And I said to Jess, he fucking lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got, and I, he sort of stopped walking and he's yelled out. He's like, I said they were in storage. I didn't say where. <laughs> oh, dude, it was amazing. That is so you had um, the 89 Batmobile. Yep. The Batman Forever Batmobile. Yep. The Batman and Robin Batmobile. Ugh. Okay, now, this is the thing. I've never, ever, ever liked that car. Mm. And they only, unlike all the other Batmobiles... There was, it was designed around the toy itself yeah, or something, wasn't there it? There was no replicas. They only ever made one. They took oh, a risk. So that was it. Yeah, they took a risk and shot the film with only one because it was so expensive to make. And it was so big. So expensive for such a piece <clears> of shit. I've never, ever, ever liked that Batmobile. Yeah. Seeing it, the real thing... Dude, it was really nice. I can it was imagine a it really probably would cool be, car. but I just I don't like that car. No, uh, neither did I. But seeing it in in I guess in the flesh, quote unquote, mm. it was fucking awesome. Mm. And 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 they had the tumbler, and they had the bat pod. Did you say they had the sixty six? No, they said all all of them except the sixties Batmobile because oh, of the different rides. Yeah, or something. and these were all the screen used oh. Batmobiles. Not, like, not just like a tumbler that gets around down a movie world. No. These were the screen, the real fucking deal. Cool. And it was incredible. <laughs> I took so, so many photos. So much wet in the pants. <clears throat> and Jess, I know, was getting the shits. So I was like, get another photo of this one. Get another photo of me in front of that one. Another one of that one. Another one of that one. Oh, dude, it was Speaking so cool. Speaking of Jess getting the shits with a Batmobile, I'm going to put a little tease there. <laughs> yeah. Remind me about that. Yeah, I will. So, um, okay, so Warner Brothers lot. Yeah, so that was... in Hollywood. Oh, and then um, after that, um, the, the end of the Warner Brothers studio tour was the Warner Brothers Museum, and it's all costumes. Oh, cool. Bottom level is just all random costumes. Mm. Top level, entirely Harry Potter. But, oh, I would have been in heaven. As we're about to walk in the door to the museum, it's just a glass door so you can see through it. I could see, it was the first thing as you walked in. Yeah. It was Christian Bale's Batman costume. In the full casing, you know, if like Dark Knight Rises, how it comes Dark out the Knight. ground and it's got the clear the Dark sort of... Knight Rises one, not the Dark Knight one. Okay, kind of both, yeah, but it's the, the Dark Knight Rises one. Yeah. How it's sort of like the clear, I guess, perspex with yep. all the weapons in it, oh. costume in the middle. That was centre, front and centre. I'm like itching to get in. One of the other tour guides has come out. My tour guides 
tapped him. He's like, this guy here, you know those skull heads from Batman Returns? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, he said, he knew what they were. He said, I've never had anyone. <laughs> and this other guy was like, oh my God, how'd you know that? I was like, Batman fan? <laughs> so anyway, walked in, went straight to Bale's Batman suit, just about cream my jeans. Yep. Um, looked over to the side. All the Superman, like all the different costumes. Um, from like Christopher Sm- Reeve? No, no, no. Smallville? From Smallville. All oh. like, so it had like the high school uniform, like the high school, you know, how he wore the, um, the, like red, the red shirt. Yeah, the, the blue t-shirt. Yeah, it was that. Um, then it went to, I think they had two costumes like that. Then it went to the um, black, the long coat Oh, version. his um, Kal-El Yeah, then it yep. had the uh, the leather jacket one where he was the red-blue blur. Yep. That one. And then it had like his Clark Kent costume with the shirt opened and the actual S like See, from the finale. Well, I still haven't watched the finale. Okay, so yeah. So that all the Smallville costumes. Looked over the other side, all the Man of Steel costumes. Oh. Which was just awesome. But then... How I, did you just not break into everything well, and try to shove it in the chest bag? Then I spotted right up the back of the room. I was just like, is that... Holy fuck. You know the end of The Dark Knight Rises? The yeah. statue that they unveiled. No way. They had the statue there. And I spotted that because it's so big. And it had, like, you could see it from the... And you the, just went running. So I, like, <laughs> I literally did. I ran. You could see it from the back. And then as I got closer, I noticed what was around the statue. You had, um, behind the statue was the, the bomb from Dark Knight Rises. Yep. Um, then you had Heath Ledger's Joker costume. Oh, my God. I know. The actual costume. The costume. These aren't replicas. No, no. These are Heath the Ledger's Joker costume. yep. costumes. Um, Aaron Eckhart's Harvey Dent Two-Face costume. The burnt suit. The burnt suit. Cool. Um, Killian Murphy's Joker costume. You mean Scarecrow? Oh, fucking Joker. Scarecrow. Sorry. You call yourself uh. a Batman fan. <laughs> Anyway, I'm still just <laughs> overstimulated from it. So you had the Scarecrow costume. Then you had um, Liam Neeson's Riles costume. Uh, end of... Um, from uh, Batman Begins. From the end, like the actual black... Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, black yeah. costume. And then you had uh, Marion Cotillard's um, Talia costume. Which really can't really... It's just some clothes No, me. well, it was the... Yeah, it was sort of when she's in the tunic. Yeah. Like from the very oh, end, where yeah, she's yeah, yeah. unveiled as Talia. Yeah. Yeah. So they were all there. Couldn't fucking believe it. <laughs> so wet. Yeah. And upstairs in the Harry, the Harry Potter part, you know, you could get sorted. They had the sorting hat and everything. Yeah, that was... Hufflepuff! A, uh, yeah, that was a bit of a bone of contention, that one. Why? Because Jess is a massive, massive Harry Potter fan. I love them too, don't get me wrong. But she's a much more of a fan than I am. She got sorted first, got put into Hufflepuff. There is nothing wrong with Hufflepuff. Yeah, but then I went next and I got put into Gryffindor. <laughs> You're not and, a fucking Gryffindor. When, and when I got put if into... anyone's a Hufflepuff, <laughs> I'm looking at him right when now. When I got put into Gryffindor, I was just like, oh, I'm going to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> Jess is just shooting daggers. And the look the on her face was just like, oh, I'm going to pay for that. If, if I ended up being in a house, I have a feeling I'd be Ravenclaw yeah. myself. Anyway, well, do they wear pants in Ravenclaw? <laughs> You'd be Maybe more, like, more of a you'd more like, Slytherin. You'd be more like, you'd be more like Roven Cock instead of Ravenclaw. I'd be Mad-Eye Moody. <laughs> Jesus. But Show you my Mad-Eye Moody. <laughs> the next day, now this is something the listeners may not know if you haven't been sort of keeping up with the Facebook page or anything. Yep, yep. When we last recorded, I didn't know this was going to happen. Guess where I went on Friday night in Hollywood? 90210. No. 
I went to babble the fuck on with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. I went to a recording of Hollywood Babylon. Very nice. Because when we recorded the last show, it was awesome. When we recorded the last show, I didn't realize there was. I'd looked to see if they were recording. Yeah, hadn't put up the date. They had the week before I was there and the week after I was there. I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" The week, actually, sorry, three days before we flew out. I woke up at some ridiculous hour in the morning, like three o'clock. Yeah. And I was just, you know, couldn't get back to sleep, gave up, started looking at the internet on my phone. And I was like, oh, I'll just check the Babylon site, you know. I'll just do this and I'm maybe. And I did. I was I was sort of half awake, half asleep, knew I wasn't going to be able to get back to sleep, yeah. looked at it, was like, shit. I, I, I hit Jess and was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you I pushed me out of the way. <laughs> got to Jess. I was like, I'm sorry. I know you need to sleep, but I just need to confirm. We're in Hollywood, like we're in LA this night, aren't we? She's like, Yeah. Why? And I was like, Cool. Like jumped out of bed, bought tickets, ripped, like got my laptop out, and sat in the dark at like four o'clock in the morning, <laughs> and bought Hollywood Babylon tickets then and there. Nice. So we went to Hollywood Babylon. It now was I awesome. To some of that podcast. I got Geek Speaker shout out. You did, because they do a segment <laughs> called where the shout out. The shout out you wrote in a letter or something. People who've who have come who are gonna be at the show that night yep. email in prior and say, Hey, we're gonna be at the show this night. Can we get a shout out? Can you do this impression? Or, you know, we've come from blah blah blah. And yeah. So the people who he read out before me were from Melbourne. And I was like, oh, they might only do one Australian. Mm. Next lot, oh, you know, also from Australia. And Kevin's like, do you two fucking know each other? And <laughs> of course, Kevin Smith took it and ran with it. Like, you know, you know you're know, you in LA. Like, you guys should swap. And yeah. Like, yeah, he, he got a bit X-rated with it. And there was things about playing didgeridoos and yeah, putting I shrimps on part. her Barbie and blah, mm. blah. But then I, I said, I was because I was quite sincere. I'm like, when am I going to be able to communicate with Kevin Smith? I said, look, you know, I, I'm part of a, a, a podcast and a, a, an outlet back in Australia called Geek Speak, and we really admire what you do. Like, yeah. Kevin Smith, to me, and I know to pretty much all us guys, is he's, God. The, he's the God of podcasting. He really yeah. is. And I said that, and he was like, oh, you know, it's really kind, and, you know, what's your outlet called? And I'm in the crowd. You can't really hear me. I'm like, Geek Speak. And then the two of them Geekspeak. start ripping off the Australian accent, Geekspeak. and they said Geek Speak about five times, yeah. and I'm just like, oh, Wade's going to love me. <laughs> <laughs> So that was that was really cool. I got you to got go a to a Hollywood Babylon. I did. Got home. I did. I really did. Oh wait, wait, wait. No, you gave a shot in the mouth. I offered. <laughs> I offered a shot in the mouth to take a shot in the mouth. If I got to meet them after the show, Kevin wasn't feeling well. He had to leave. Um, but I did get to meet Ralph after the show and got a photo with him. And he's really, you know, cranky and all attitude on the show. But he's he was kind, person. kind. It's as, like a character. You know, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. Um. So yeah, that was that was a nice little little surprise. The next day. Uh, Universal Studios. Oh, fuck me. Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you did. You went I along. went on the ride. I, I had asked you beforehand because I, it is something I want to go to. And I've I, only been once. I did say on the, uh, the last podcast too, because I listened back to it the other day. I said I may not go on the Transformers ride because I'm not much of a rides person. <laughs> you were like going to kill me if yes. I didn't. I did go on it. Because uh, when I was in Universal Studios when I was a child, uh, backdraft was the big thing for me. And funnily enough, that's where the Transformers yeah. ride is. So I, I know was, exactly where you were. I was trying to do it in my head because I'm like, this wasn't here. What was that? This was Backdraft because yep. I went in 2006 and Backdraft was still there. So I saw the photos. Yes. Some amazing costumes oh, the worn costumes by are... uh, the actors and everything. Yeah. You were telling me that when they move, yeah, every it single would actually move, yeah. make 
every the move they make, and... you just hear like like robot sounds, and you know they these guys were actually talking. Yeah, they're costume characters who because costume characters never talk. No, they were actually talking, and they were talking through voice modulators, so they sounded exactly like the characters. Bumblebee was communicating by playing like parts of songs and like little radio clips and voiceovers. Nice. Dude, it was fucking you would have lost your mind. Well, I did get a memento from there from you. You did. Of course I had to get you something. You um you surprised me when you came back. You got me a couple of little treaties. I did. Uh but one I still don't know where to put it. <laughs> I need a collection room. Yeah. I, I need to own my own house and have a collection room. But you got me a license plate. I did. Oh, it's got the Autobot and Decepticon logos yep. on it, and it even says uh, Universal Studios. Because I wanted to make sure I got you something that was Transformers, but that was said fun. Universal Studios Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, because it's like anything, could you could get something Transformers from anywhere. Yeah. But having it from there, it's like, yeah, that came from the Universal Studios ride. The home of Transformers. And the ride was amazing. It, it, it's it one of those really 4D good. ones, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, like... this isn't going to make any sense to a lot of people if you haven't been to Disneyland and you haven't been on the Indiana Jones ride. Mm. You, have you been on that? No. Okay, it's kind of... Uh... Where you're in the Jeep and you're going around and it's a bit bumpy and... I can't remember. I remember seeing the uh, the Indiana Jones experience, like the little play thing. No, no, they don't do that anymore. But it was. it's kind of like you get in EVAC... Yep. And it's based around the first movie, so you've got to protect the AllSpark yep. while Optimus and all the um, Autobots sort of keep the Decepticons seen, off of you. I've seen a YouTube video of yeah. when it first opened. Someone took a video on their phone of in it, and I've seen the way it all moves around. It's kind of like those, you, yeah. you're in a cart and it's on gyros and well, it's all it's, surround sound. It, we, and, we were sort of saying before I went there that it, it looks like it'd be very much like the old Batman ride at Movie World, yeah, a simulator. Yeah, yeah. It's a cross between that and I guess the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland because you're in EVAC and you're actually moving. Like, you're moving around. Oh, and it's so you bumpy. actually move. It's you not move. just on gyros. No, and you, this is the thing. You go from sort of scene to scene, and as you get to a specific scene, you lock in, and then it becomes that, a simulator. Oh, that's even better. But because it's 4D or 3D, um, all the, the, the scenes that you get in that are simulated, mm. the screens are kind of all around you. You're wearing 3D glasses, oh. so it really feels like there's parts where, you know, I think like Optimus picked up, I think it was Starscream, and like flipped him over and looked and like it landed. No, you. it looked like it landed on the front of oh. Evac. So you've like, you know, you've like full on force hit forward. And the one part that just blew my mind was Starscream mm. turns around. I think it was after he got flung on the front of our car. Yep. He turns around and shoots a rocket. Now it's 3D. And it's and coming it's that 3D where it's actually and it's coming right at you. And as it goes past you, you kind of feel a breeze go past your head. And because you're still like in act, you're moving around actual scenery. Yeah, the scenery behind you where the screen isn't. All of a sudden, you just feel this massive heat Ooh. where the missile's gone past you, and you turn around and like one of the prop columns and walls and stuff is just on fire. Like that is cool. It was amazing. Like it was very submersive and. Because yeah. when I was at Universal, there was a Star Wars one mm-hmm. I went on. I'd never even seen Star Wars, but I knew who C-3PO and R2-D2 were. And it was the same sort of thing. It was on the gyros. It was just the one screen in front of you. Yeah, I the old school simulator. Three, yeah. yeah. So it was kind of a cross between that and an actual ride. Yeah. It was It was, It was. was pretty amazing. I, right, Booking my tickets. It was kind of the max, I think, for yeah, me yeah, for yeah. rides. Like, I probably wouldn't go anything more than that. But yeah. All right, so, so Transformers Universal, was awesome. Um, anything else geeky at Universal? Oh, I mean, it's a theme park, so there's so much. Yeah, you know, the whole thing's kind of kind yeah. of pretty cool. 
Um, then was on after um, Hollywood. We went over to New York, and like I said, it got fucking cold. cold. And it wasn't meant to snow. Like Jessica kept saying to me, because I'd never seen snow, and she kept telling me, "Look, it's going to be cold in New York. We won't see snow. We probably won't see snow till we get to Canada." Yep, yep. Second day there, second polar vortex hit. <laughs> it started to snow, and it didn't stop for about thirty six hours. And the day, like, we were about to go downstairs to do our second day of, like, our guided tour of New yep. York. Jess was just, like, out of the room for a minute. I've looked out the window, and you can just see these tiny little flakes coming down. And I've just gone, Jess! <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> she could tell. She's just like, snowing, isn't it? And I didn't answer. You suddenly I, just run out, I ripped dive open, into the street. I ripped open the window, 16 stories up, walked out onto the ledge. I don't even know how these windows are legally allowed to open, by the way. Yeah. Walked out into the ledge and just stood there looking up, just like <laughs> letting these little flakes of snow fall on my face. I was fascinated. It was awesome. Um, but in terms of geeky stuff in New York, the weather did cause a bit of havoc. Um, I said on the last podcast that, um, you know, I was going to do the movie tour and get to see the yeah, Ghostbusters yeah, yeah. house yep. and everything. Didn't get to do that. Oh, that's a shame. Um, just because of the weather and we had to change around a few things. Like the day that we were meant to go to Jersey to go to the secret stash, um, public transport was just in absolute chaos, chaos, gridlock, you know, and I was like, look, it's not worth it because I don't want to get to Jersey and be stuck there and not have any way to get back. Nobody and- wants to be stuck in Jersey. <laughs> no. And so we sort of, we didn't go the day that we were meant to. We went the next day, uh, which meant we had to not do the movie too. We kind of had to like, I had to choose one or the other and I was like, secret stash. <laughs> yeah. Because that was the one thing I was so fucking stoked and uber excited mm. about going yeah, to. Yeah, well, you were talking about it for months before you went. Yeah. But in New York, um, I did get to go to Midtown Comics. Cool. The big comic yep. store in Times Square. Awesome. Got a couple of Batman novels and yep. stuff, but we'll, we'll touch on that later. Um, it, Midtown Comics, I guess, is if uh, people who know sort of their Brisbane comic stores in terms of layout, it was like a comics, etc., but two levels. Oh, Chockers. okay. Yep. Yeah, it was awesome. Really, really cool comic shop. Um, the Toys R Us in Times Square, you would have loved. Oh, I would huge, never have left. Huge, like life-size Optimus Prime oh. in there. Um, they, it's the Toy Story. How much? <laughs> it's not for sale, sir. How much? The Toy Store is that big. They have a full-sized um, Ferris wheel oh, inside, wow. inside the Toy Store. That is insane. Yeah, it's like in the center and the... Store is higher than the Ferris wheel. That is ridiculous. And they have like these awesome, like Superman. I can see hanging, why they can fit in a full yeah, scale Optimus Prime from the ceiling, like holding up a truck. They have a full size T Rex from Jurassic Park. Oh, I'm seriously booking my tickets right now. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, but yes, I, I did mention I did go to New Jersey. Yes. Went to the secret stash. Oh. <laughs> Which coming, I'm going to come back to comic book men later, but let's hear about this. It, uh, I, okay, so all the guys weren't there. But uh, Mike and Walt were there. I would have preferred, yeah, Mike. I yeah, would love Mike to meet him. He's my awesome. favourite. We walked in and it was, dude, it was so fucking surreal. Mm. Because to me, I know it's a reality, quote unquote, reality TV Which show. Which is what I'm going to come back to later. But it's just like, to me, these guys are celebrities and, yeah. and they're TV personalities. You forget that they actually work in that store. So I've opened the door. Walt's at the counter, which isn't the counter they use in Comic Book Men. 
Oh, it's, really? It, there's, a, there's a counter right near the door. When they do the I've show... I've always thought that really weird that the counter is at the back of the store. When they do the show, there's a counter sort of like three quarters up the back of yeah. the store, and that's where they I've always shoot. thought that yeah. weird. It's like, what are you doing getting the stuff down there? People could be up the front of the shop just grabbing shit and leaving. For those who know, when you walk in the door in terms of where the counter is, it's kind of just like kaboom. Oh, there's yeah, a little yep, yep. counter right, right at the yeah. door. And anyway, so... Um, Walt is there, yep. reading something off a like a spreadsheet on a computer, mm. and Mike's in the center of the store, just doing like a stock, stack comics. Just, just doing a stock check. Yeah, and I've walked in, and Mike's turned around, he's like, "Hey, folks, how you going?" And I'm just like, "Fuck me, <laughs> this is." But you, what your TV? I don't what. And then it, it, I did. I literally had to go to myself. That's right. They do actually work here. Yeah. And it is a functioning comic book store. Mm. So I'm just kind of like in awe, like looking and taking it all in. And Mike's like, you know, if you need anything. And I said, look. I said, is this how people think when they go in a kaboom and see Todd working there? I don't know. <laughs> After they hold down the vomit that came up. And <laughs> <laughs> no. And he's just like, yeah, if you need anything, give me a yell. And I was just like, man, I have come a long way. A long way to be in this store. I see. It's like, oh, you know, where are you from? I have travelled a thousand lands. Come from Australia, and they're like, the oceans to be here. They couldn't believe, you know, oh, gee, that's a long way, and everything else. And um, Walt was a little bit as I, Wade was there recently. Yeah, he was there, he was there on year. a day that they were filming. Yeah. Oh, um, that's right. So he had actually, to wait to get in. Didn't the he? only comic book man that I haven't met is Ming. Yeah. Because I met Brian years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it's it is it is a really cool comic book store. It feels kind of smaller than what you think it is yep. on the show, but that's, you know, standard. Walt was a little bit, um, not standoffish, but he's a bit more abrasive on the show he anyway. Does, yeah, he he's always come off as the dick. Yeah, whereas Mike was so nice. you know, Which we, is what you've always seen on the like show. He's the of, one I would love to deal with. We walked up a little bit and Jess is like, do you want me to get some photos? I'm like, shit, yeah. Then I was like, oh. I better like just do the right thing. I better check, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went down the front to to Mike, and I'm like, "Man, is it okay if we if we take some photos?" And deadpan, serious face, he's gone. What off the walls? He's like, <laughs> he goes, he goes, they're ours. Buy your own. <laughs> and started to laugh, and then then he's like, tone changed. He's like, "Man," he said, "take as many photos as you want." He said, "If you want to be in any of the photos, come and get me. I'll take them. D- don't oh, mind." Oh wow, yeah. he's so lovely. Um, so yeah, we got heaps of photos and, and it's all where they podcast yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that sort of shit. It was, it was awesome. Bought so much stuff there. Now I know that when you were going over, you took one of your books from here. You I took, took Cacophony, Cacophony, which yeah, is which the one by Walt written, and written by Kevin, drawn by Walt. Drawn by Walt. And I, I did, I, I second guessed myself and be like, oh, should I actually ask him for an autograph? Cause he seemed a bit, bit standoffish yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like, no, fuck it. So, like, I've come a long way. So I walked up and... Fuck, he, this isn't my time. He walked past me and I was like, oh, well, I said, do you mind if I get you? I said, I bought my copy of Cacophony with me. Do you mind? Could you sign it for me? Yeah. And he tone completely changed. He's like, yeah, actually, he said, I'll do a sketch in it for you. Just give me give me a couple of minutes. I said, yep. man, take as long as you need. It's it's fine. And anyway, he I'm was... I'm not leaving for days. I went down to pay for the stuff that I'd, you know, that I wanted to buy. And Walt was out the back for like 10, 15 minutes. Mike and I were just chatting the whole time. Yeah. And he came back. He drew me a full photo of Batman. Full portrait. A full portrait of Batman. Because he came out and got white out at one point and Mike's like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I've been inspired. I've got no idea. He said, <laughs> he's like, and he turned to me, he said, this is going to take a bit longer. Is, is that okay? I'm like, dude, take as long as you need. This is fine. And yeah, he drew like a full Batman sketch for me and, and, I've and seen signed it. it and and it yeah. looked, Did you chuck a photo up on the Facebook page? I did. Page? I did put it on the Facebook it page, yeah. It looks amazing. Like to ask someone just simply for an autograph. Yeah. Reminds me of uh, when I was at BotCon a few years back, 
I pretty much hang around Artist Alley. Mm. I got all the artists to do sketches for me of my favourite character, Sludge. Yep. I even got the writers to do sketches. <laughs> I was like, you can draw. Come on. You know you want to. <laughs> but the, some of them would just go that above and beyond. Uh, Nick Roach, who is one of the biggest Transformers artists there is right now, mm-hmm. he did it for free. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, no, no, no. Like, you've got uh, Marcello Martier charging $25 for something that I think is probably my least favorite of the lot. Yeah. Uh, Nick Roach is like, no, 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 free. I'm like, dude, here, take at least 10 bucks. Go get yourself some lunch. Yeah. Like, I felt bad not paying for such an awesome piece of artwork. Yeah. And when I saw this one in your cacophony, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I knew you were taking the book to get signed. Yeah. When you showed it to me when you got back, I was just like, that is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and the fact that he didn't charge you or anything, like no. obviously you bought gear at the sh- oh, store and so everything. Much stuff. <laughs> I bought, you know, the shirts they like their staff shirts. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Show? I bought one of those. But it is, um, it, it does make you feel good to know that you could go to this place. And as he said, they're not just TV actors. No, they are. They run a comic shop. Yeah, they work there. And that and Mike you know, is as nice as you he went on a day, not like Wade, where they weren't filming. And yeah. because I know the boys have spoken about it in Geek Speak Live that they've been copying a bit of flack lately, something mm-hmm. about the way mm-hmm. they were treating women or something like that. Yeah, you had Jess with you. Oh shit, yeah, she loved it. She thought, you know, and Jess is the kind and of just person... knowing that they've got that they are who they really are. Jess does like you know comic characters and superheroes yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff, but. It, it'd be like, oh, you know, this is going to be not, not with Jess, I must stress this, but I'm just using a big time stereotype here. Mm. With me going comic book shopping with Jess would be like a guy going shoe shopping with a girl. Oh, yeah. Like, she, after a couple that of minutes, kind she kind of does yeah. get bored and everything. Whereas she, we were in there for about an hour or so, yeah. and she, she wasn't bored at all. It was, it was really nice. It was great. So after uh, Jersey. Onto Canada. Yeah. Um, first up was Montreal. Not too much geeky stuff there, but I did see uh, there was, was one comic shop that that we'd found that we went went and had a look for. It's yep. called A Million Comics. Yep. Um, it was shit. Oh really? <laughs> That's my official review. It was shit. Walked in and it was one of those kind of comic shops where it sort of you walk in and it feels like you're in a fucking dungeon. It was dark. It was it stunk. Um, the guy behind the counter was kind of abusing someone like it just it wasn't it wasn't nice mm. and we walked in and i i turned to jess within t- i've seen some brisbane comic shops like that within two minutes or not even, sorry within two seconds i've turned to jess and i was like don't worry we won't be here long yeah <laughs> i literally did like a lap and went to walk i'm out. done yeah it was it wasn't that great it was, yeah. it was kind of boring um then we went to like i said niagara um, Banff was where I spent my third, I turned 30. We'll come back to the Banff. sidekick 30s. I did. Um, then sort of a couple of other places, but we, last real geeky thing I did was in Vancouver. I found a comic shop called, um, Golden Age Comics and we just yeah, stumbled yeah. across it. We didn't even know it was there. We were hmm. looking for something else entirely. It was awesome. Made up for a million oh, comics. Oh dude, it was so fucking cool. The amount of stuff they had there, just different memorabilia and comics and it was, I, I picked up something there that i it's awesome. Um, all the time I was overseas, all the Fat Man on Batman podcasts when I was overseas, um, Kevin had Neil Adams on. Yeah. Legendary comic artist, yeah. big time Batman artist. He did three episodes with him. It was They were fascinating to listen to. After hearing those, I walked into the comic shop and they had the Neil Adams hardcover Batman art books. For yeah, sale, yeah, which yeah. you can get them at any comic yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're standard. They're about, over here, you're probably going to pay about 50, 60 bucks for them, thereabouts. Mm hmm. Anyway, I saw one. I had a couple on the shelf. I'm like, oh. And I picked it up and had a look in the back. They had it all shrink-wrapped. It had a little 
print in the back of it, signed by artist. And there was this little leaflet like stuck to the back of it. Neil Adams had been at the comic shop last year. He did a oh, signing. Cool. They had signed copies of his Batman art book. Yeah. On the shelf, forty dollars. Holy crap! I was just like, that is coming home <laughs> with me. <laughs> Best so, find ever. Yeah, it was awesome. I got like a Neil Adams, fucking Neil Adams signed Batman art book. So Now, Brendan, yes. I'm going to interject for a second. That's right, because I need to breathe. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> did you, hey, you knew it was going to happen. It, I did it, so much geeky there stuff. There was so much you did over And this the is United the States abridged version. I know. That, believe me, <laughs> listeners, I've heard the long version. It goes on for days. But uh, we've got so much to talk about. We have mm-hmm. taken a two-month break. There's, so much has happened. There's been so much that we've had our Geek Speak 30th. You went on a very special ride. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Just leave that there. Uh, lots of movie news, casting news, movie trailers coming out. I've seen movies. Movies being pushed back Stuff a year. we've been reading, TV shows. There have been TV shows that have started and finished in the time it's taken between last issue and this one. There are TV shows that you haven't watched in the time I it's taken. I know. <laughs> so we've got so much to talk about, so we're actually going to put a pin in it right here. I don't like needles. Oh. <laughs> you little prick. <laughs> so, if you will, it's another giant-sized another Geeks Big Sidekick. giant-sized issue. Yes. This is our second one. It is. So hold on to your butts and stay tuned for part two of this giant-sized Geeks Big Sidekick. Until then, I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm Geeks Speaks boy wonder, Brendan. Geek out. Next time on Geeks Speak Sidekick. So, like, if you have a look at it, does this mole kind of look like... Optimus Prime's face. It does, but I didn't realise it was a mole. I thought you just hadn't wiped properly. <laughs>